Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, Matt. Why, hello. Fancy meeting you here. We should stop meeting like this. Our paths always intertwine. Fleeting love interests. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Who cares, Welcome right? to Gamers 2 rom-com. <laughs> Honestly, a Gamers 2 rom-com with us would be exactly like every other rom-com, where we're both just living each other's separate lives, and then we happen to always just like cross paths in weird spots, but never get the chance to actually talk to each other, because we have to go somewhere else. Okay. <clears throat> It'd be like, not Catch Me If You Can. What's that other one? Sleepless uh, in Seattle, where they just keep like missing each other. By like seconds, I don't know. I haven't seen Sleepless in Seattle in a very long time. I'm making a refer a reference to a joke by John Mulaney, and I can't remember which one he uh, makes. So now I'm, you know, just copying artists because I'm a douchebag. Anyway, speaking of copying artists, moving right into the news. <laughs> okay, segways here. Segways. Anyway, what are we? Uh, what are we doing? It is December twenty first, twenty eighteen. And we're doing a gaming podcast called Gamers 2. Live from New York. We are in New York. It's Friday night. It's not necessarily... Well, it's live for us right now. Yeah, exactly. That's all that matters. Yeah. We're, the only one, we're the only ones that matter here. Fuck the rest of you people. Wow. All right. I didn't say that. Anyway, what of, uh, seeing how we like to think we keep it gaming related, what have you been doing? Since last Friday, um, working, um, solid, solid answer. What else have I been doing? Uh, I mean, the normal, the everything I was watching last week, uh, nothing added, nothing added okay. because n- no time. Um, fair enough. No, everything is on like break right now too, so that's kind of unfortunate. Um, I I did buy Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It's on sale through the Ubisoft store. Through Dayuplay? And uh Are you uh, playing are you what are you playing on? Are you playing on PC? PC. Okay. PC. Game is gorgeous. Okay. Runs better than Origin. Like noticeably better, which huh. is weird. Maybe they fix your weird threading problem. I don't know. It's 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 whack. It still chugs in cities. No, yeah. Um but not, not like Unity did. Am I right? Broken game. I don't. I didn't play that one. Skipped it. Yeah, there. I played it after all the patches came out, so I was fine. But the release is the one where you see people's just eyeballs floating around town. 
did not get the title screen until five hours into the game. Which I I wanted to like laugh with you when you said that and be like, oh, look, he's joking. And then I was like, actually, you know what? No, he's probably right. He's probably dead on. I was... I said six hours initially, and then I checked my save file afterwards, and it was five hours and like 23 minutes or something like that. So I was like, ah, I probably happened around like somewhere around the five hour mark. Obviously, it's not the same thing at all, but can you imagine getting to the Avengers Endgame title screen? It's five hours, <laughs> three quarters of the way through the movie. They're like, and we begin, and you're like, it, it threw me. Like, it happened, and then I was like, Wait, this hasn't happened yet? Like, yeah, more of like a... I thought we just weren't doing one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else is interesting about it that's... Um, that I don't know it's worth mentioning at the moment. I don't know. I'm probably like 10 to 12 hours into it now. That's, that's uh, pretty good. That's a pretty healthy chunk. It's huge. Yeah, I expect like, that. Huge. Uh, bigger than Origins, obviously. Is it Black Flag? Um... Yeah, I mean, when you when you get into the game, like out after the title screen, uh, what you get the title screen when you leave the island you're on. Yeah, start starting island. Yes. Um, when you look at the map, that's the first thing I thought actually was Black Flag because oh, great. There is equal parts. I don't want to say equal parts. There's a lot of water. Um, I hate water. It's coarse and it gets everywhere. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be like Black Flag, though, in the regard that, like, you know, you're forced into ship combat and stuff like that. From what I've seen so far, ship combat is completely optional, basically. That's all I need. Um, That's fine. And it's way faster. Like, it's all way faster. Like, traveling's faster, running's faster, using the ship, like, traveling with the ship is faster. Ship combat's faster. Yeah, we ain't got time out here anymore in 2018. We gotta get shit done. It's basically done. like, okay, we made this game a little too big, a little too long. Run, 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 run. <laughs> so Don't look, don't look. Move, move, move. I took a screenshot and, and uploaded it in. Like, I don't know if that, that mechanic's still there. Where you'll see people screenshots. Oh, in the in the world? In the world. Yep, yep. Uh, and I had a really good one with the ship. And, like, there was the sun was rising and you know it gave you that light effect and there was like a huge statue of zeus in the back on an island and it was like oh that's nice exactly he kind of is like uh lightning bolt uh sticking in my butt um <laughs> lightning yeah. bolt my asshole yeah it's good we'll get through it sometime yep 80 hours in we yeah. got time all right yeah time. what are you doing what do you got going on I've officially finished, not 100%ed, but finished Red Dead Redemption 2. Are you attempting to 100%ed? No. Uh, because I think I would have to go back and do some of the stuff that we talked about might not exist mm-hmm. after completing Chapter 6. Uh, so I don't plan on going back to 100%ed. I plan on going back into the single player the way that I am currently and just try to do some of the side missions I had or like ride around the map and see if I can pop any other ones to show up. But yeah. I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna go. If 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 the six chapter six thing is true, I'm not gonna jump backwards to unlock them and finish the game again. Um, I definitely missed some. I know that. Yeah. Did you get the few um, that I? 
don't know if you remember. No. You didn't get the ones that I... Specifically, I know one of them I did not. Which one was it? The Brothers. Brother, what's his name? Oh. Because I did the first one of of helping them with the people out of the basement. In the, like the marketplace in Saint Denis, alms for the poor. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I did the first one, and then I think I remember seeing it pop up on the map again. But then all of a sudden, it might have been that might have been chapter five that I was doing that. Yeah, it goes from him, and then it switches to like a woman, like a sister, right? And I, unless her name is a dude's name that I'm pretty sure is somebody else, it's just gone. Oh yeah, yeah, it would be. I don't. It's, I, it's specific to Arthur, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but but it was gone before that. Okay, I just didn't see it pop up again. And then uh, I think I had mayor ones as well that are now gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that was the only other one because Mary I finished. Yep. Um, and Mrs. Or Mrs. Miss, Downs. Yeah, Mrs. Downs. Ms. Downs. Miss da- Mrs. Downs. Mrs. Downs. Max, you rude bastard. And the, yeah, so that was the only, and it's just like a little character thing that's interesting. That's about, you could probably just look it up online and watch the, the there's like one YouTube, there's like one video you'd need to watch. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, did you play it online at all? No, I have not yet. I haven't either. That's also in my list of at least get in and, do a little bit. Yeah. Fiddle about. Exactly. That was my idea with Assassin's Creed as well. It's just to kind of like rummage through some of it and get an idea of it. Right. Uh, and then playing some Diablo. Good old Diablo. Yeah. we. Uh, yeah. We had a few really rough days with Heroes of the Storm. And so we said, fuck this. We're done. And then we decided we needed something else to play. And we we're like, we both own Diablo, so screw it. We'll play that. Yeah, what happened to the Civ game? It's still there. <laughs> I think we just wanted something that, like, that eventually would end and then just keep, we'd have to start a new game and stuff like that. So yeah. I think we just wanted something that we can kind of just perpetually, yeah, playing. jump in and out of, like, oh, we only have a little bit of time. We'll do this, whatever. Um, and then. Battlefield Five, been jamming there. Oh shizzle, good old World War Two, killing me some Nazis. Unless you are a Nazi, and then I'm killing me some Americans or Londoners. <laughs> Londoners, Brits, I guess. Uh, nice, but yeah, it's 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 been pretty good. I haven't really had. Any, I mean, too many problems with it, like especially now with the new time to kill or like the re- reverted time to kill and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like the only time I start noticing things and I haven't looked at, like patch notes or whatever is I'm like, man, the Panzerfaust got nuked into the ground. I feel I feel like it just does less damage now. Where before it maybe take me like two to ruin a tank, and now mm-hmm. it's like, all right, I hit two, I gotta spawn back in again, a few more. I've noticed. Um... It's really crucial uh, where you hit a tank as far as, like, damage done. Especially with the German tanks. Like, I, I, 
Yeah, I have also hoped that I accidentally had a recording software on that I didn't know about, but I know mm-hmm. I, I know I didn't, but I, yeah. I just kind of like wish I had clip software going on because I have I domed a guy with a Panzerfaust the other day out of the gunner seat of the tank because mm-hmm. he spawned he wasn't there when I shot, but yeah. he was he was a distance away. This tank's meters away, probably three hundred. I got this thing arced all the way up on the drop dial. Yeah. It's no bar is touching the tank, and I'm just hoping. And I just shoot, and then it pops up and goes headshot, and there's no tank damage. It just says headshot and kills somebody, and I'm like, did I drop the gunner? That's <laughs> the only way I could have done that. There have been there have been like a lot of weird because this week's challenges are all vehicle based. Oh, okay. Uh, so there was a lot of Panzerfausting and just. Any grenade launchers or grenades I had, I was whipping at tanks the entire time. So there were some really weird moments where I'm killing people that are, like, spawning on tanks. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm not really going to complain about it. It's just really funny. It's like, oh, no vehicle hit. Three kills. I'm hoping that they add in... I don't know. I think I heard somewhere that they plan on doing that. But adding in, like, the tank upgrades? Yeah, yeah. They're they're in the game. Are they? Yeah, they're there. Mm -hmm. I think I have one, one tier on one of my tanks. You're talking about like, just like the specialization stuff. Well, that and like, well, I, I know those are in there. I mean, like the the upgrades to the tanks as the war progressed. Like, I'm hoping they'll add in like the armor to the the oh, gunning oh, spots like, and yeah, stuff like, like the that. Mo- like modifying the tanks yeah. at the award. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's that's been the 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 run of it. I just looked at my own list, and apparently, I wrote Forza twice. I haven't played it, but it's like I didn't edit my list, but I wrote Forza twice in the old one. Weirdo. That got uninstalled. Yep, that's out. Not like whatever we've talked about it before. Not because it's bad, just but I need I need disc space. Gotta go. Gotta yeah, go. yeah. That and other games. Yep, got other things to do. Uh, yeah. New releases the week before Christmas. Guess what? There are some. Go find them on your own. I don't have anything to mention. <laughs> uh. I have one big thing I'll tell you about. We'll talk about a new release right now. It's not really a new release, but it's a big... I want to get it off the top rather than save it for later. The Steam sales live. Oh, yeah. I saw that they had the dates up for that. I got the email for, oh, your wish list. Everything on your wish list is on sale. Anything that you... Uh... I, have, I haven't even looked at the percentages or anything. I just opened Steam to check uh, if any of my games needed to be updated when I got home. And the splash page is obviously the store page, and it's like, sale, sale, sale. And I'm, oh, okay. Sell, sell, sell. I wonder if they'll be like, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I wonder if they'll be like, super good this year, because they're all like, don't look at the Epic Store. <laughs> Stay here. Yeah. Stay here, children. Probably not too crazy. Still, I would assume anyway. So I guess we'll go right to right to the news headlines. As collected by Matt. Yeah, it was a difficult week. Uh, obviously, not a lot happened for reasons. But, number one, starting off this week, we have a small update from a story about China. As you may remember, China was beginning the process of approving games for sale through the newly formed Ethics Committee. Dun, dun, dun. Ah, Yes. Though, it's like ethics in games journalism. It doesn't exist. Got him. At a games conference in Heiko, Fang Shixin 
a senior official of the ruling Communist Party's propaganda department. I love his name. Yeah. His name's great. It is great. Do you like how I added in a way to say it? Yeah, I like that you cheated. <laughs> I like I like the idea though that we uh I'm gonna I'm gonna use that name. Even though it's a completely real name. That might definitely might be a character name at some point. It does sound like I mean, no offense intended, but it does sound like a character name. Oh yeah. Very strong like This is my sidekick, Fang Shetson. <laughs> Ooh, I'm intrigued by his ambiguity. Uh, anyway, yes, his he name. knows Continue. multiple forms of martial arts. <laughs> he knows Gunkata. <laughs> uh, where were we? Okay, the first batch of games has been approved. Uh, no one knows for sure what the games were, what games were approved, but game publisher Tencent saw a rebound of its stock after the announcement. Tencent is a Hong Kong-based powerhouse in the games industry with subsidiaries like Epic Games and Riot Games. Their stock rose 4.2% immediately after the announcement, but is still a far cry from its decline of 23% from this time last year, mostly due to China's freeze on game sales. Because they are traded in Hong Kong, in the Hong Kong market. So what goes on in China, a little bit more effect on Tencent than the U.S. So, I mean, interesting, I guess. It is, since... Apparently, China is the largest video game market. I mean, it's... Yeah, that's pretty much true. It's... Largest market in everything. Yeah. At least, or will be at some point. I mean, just by population alone, it becomes the largest. Almost almost by default. Yes, definitely. Probably... Eventually, I'm sure India will get in on that mix, but... They've got to fight PewDiePie for some... <laughs> Some YouTube views first, though. Uh, oh, man, T-Series, once you lost all those bots, what what happened to you, baby? Where did you go? <laughs> Not like I really support PewDiePie, but I just find it, you know. It's interesting. It's amusing to it's, see sit on the sidelines and kind of like yeah, be like, I don't, I don't care technically who else all this is, but I'm kind of with you, Pewds. Down, He's having fun with Down it. with the T-Series. <laughs> anyway. I'm not drawing lines in the sand is all I'm saying. I just, you know. You hate Indians. That's wow, fucked that's... up. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, Warner Brothers has found an interesting way to market its movies in the form of Roblox. We won't get too deep into what Roblox is. Matt, what is Roblox? Uh, it's a game for little kids. Good answer. Other than to say it's an online game that's super popular with the kids. It's in touch with the kids. All his the, parents uh, coming in. I need the Roblox cards. Is that actually happening? All the time, bro. Holy crap. It's been like that for a while. I'm pretty sure they also... is. A, I think it's an Xbox... Ex- I say Xbox exclusive. I'm pretty sure it's not on PlayStation. Anyway. It is not. The partnership with Warner Brothers and Roblox first happened with the movie Ready Player One, uh, where the game had a quest that mirrored the plot of the movie. Players were rewarded with a -a one-of-a-kind in-game item, except for everybody else that got it, that resulted in players investing 47.2 million hours of gameplay from 181 million game sessions. So, I'm going to hop in here because you're reading this, and I'm not reading it, and I wrote this. I I like the breakdown of everything we said in the last 20 minutes. 
I am reading this. <laughs> you are going to interrupt me. And I did say you wrote these. So the article that I read about this to write this little blurb throws around a lot of numbers that don't necessarily... The writing was poor on the article, and I had to decipher what a lot of these numbers, what they were trying to say, because I think the person that wrote the article doesn't actually play video games. Ah, one of them's. Hey, you're young. We need you to write an article about a video game. Yeah. You're in touch with the kids, right? Yeah. So if you get to a point where you're reading about a number and you're like, that doesn't quite make sense. They probably just floss the entire time. You could. You could. I was going to throw some Fortnite references in there, but I decided against it. So 47.2 million hours of gameplay from 181 million game sessions. I wish I knew the math to tell me what an average of that was. Somebody else divide those. On Warner Brothers' side, they found that Ready Player One tracked higher with teens and kids, which was enough for them to continue the partnership. Fantastic Beasts of the Crimes of Grindelwald was the next movie to be featured in Roblox, and that event was played five times more than the previous. There's a crossover event for Aquaman as well, and Roblox, yeah, Roblox is reporting that it's already had more than 52 million gameplays, whatever the fuck that means, and I'm assuming hours. I, I don't know. They said gameplay, so if they said 100, I, maybe they mean sessions at the same time. Yeah, so I don't it's know. So it's currently at a third of what it ran for Ready Player One. I, I fucking don't know. I don't know. Interesting, though. Targeting the, the children. Think of the children. I like the idea. Well, good game. <laughs> I think of the. I think the idea now is it, it's it's a trap. Is it, is it, is it better? It is. is it better or worse if you immediately say we're going for the kids? Yeah, because that's the thing. It's a it's a trap. You get your like kids. Every, everybody that is all about oh, video games are only about kids. Oh, they want they just entrap my kids and my kids have an addiction problem. Ignore me with my alcohol, my lotto tickets, and I'm spinning the wheel at the casino. Like. It, I, that's probably a small portion, <laughs> <laughs> but it's immediately like 17 other addictions I can think of that uh, are probably the reason your kid's addicted is because so you have a problem. I you horrible parent. Anyway, I looked at it from the other perspective. So it's illegal to market cigarettes to kids, obviously. I mean, if they catch you, <laughs> it's akin. <laughs> So like they're the using old, the old school Xbox logo in the cloud smoke cigarette ad that they had to stop running. They're using a video game to market a movie to kids, which they market movies. Or to kids they're all the time. using a movie to market a video game yeah, to which kids. Which one is it? Who knows? Either way, they win. And then the parents are forced into taking these little shits to the movies because they're all like, ah, "I'll take them to the movies." Ah. I think that's more uh, a bad parent thing. Take me to the movies, Nate! Ah! Just beat the hell out of it. It'll shut up eventually. Uh, no, but it's just like, I don't know. There's Every time, like, we're talking about right before this, we are talking about a Wall Street Journal article that was titled about uh, video games are whatever, ruining kids or some horse shit like that. And I'm like, no, the parents suck. They just don't want to hear it. Yeah, if you can't tell your kids no. If you can't tell them no or, like, moderate and yeah, kind of control how... Like, 
their amount of access and stuff mm-hmm. like that, then that's on you. You want to you want to go on whatever subreddit it is. I can't remember the name of it, but they're telling stories of like parents that suck, and somebody was a paramedic, and I think they were just like pulled over in a plaza or something, and a woman came up with their child, and the child and the woman's like, "Oh, hey, can the child like see some like the stuff in the ambulance or whatever?" And she was the paramedic was kind of like, I, "No, like I don't, I don't want to, like just like some of it or whatever." And like, you know, okay, like fine, like you know, it's a cool, it's a cool thing, you know, as a kid you see like an, a fire truck or you know whatever. And if they're if you're not in the middle of anything or whatever. But she's like, there's a lot of expensive stuff in here. Like, if you touch one thing and break it, it's a problem. And she's like, oh, no, she won't break it. Like, I'll, if she does, I'll pay for it or whatever. <laughs> it's what the parent says. And like, okay. So kid gets up and immediately goes for the most expensive thing. And she's like, no, 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 can't touch that. And, he's like, and then the kid just starts bawling because it's not allowed to touch it. And the parent's like, just let him, just let him, just let him. It's like, what? No, no, that's not how this works. You're a shit parent. Fuck off. And then they get a call, and they need to go. So kid kicked out of back, need to leave. Parents like, oh, can you guys just stay? Because she doesn't want to deal with the kid being a brat. Oh, can you just stay? Like, I'll pay you double whatever it's going to have to be for you to go do your job, whatever. And the paramedic's like, you just (laughs) – you're telling me as an emergency person, you're – what? What? You're going to pay me double to not go save a life. Fuck yourself, you entitled bitch. Holy shit, don't get me started anyway. A piece of man. With my flights coming up, oh, I'll, I'll beat an ass if I see some shit going down. Somebody. Did you uh, you did you fly down last year? Yeah, I fly down. I fly basically everywhere that's not within a f- seven-hour drive. No, five-hour drive. I'll say five-hour. I'm just curious because I can't imagine traveling this time of year. I got delayed last year by a whole by a whole day. Yeah, I remember that now. There was like all that, and it, it honestly really wasn't like the travel itself wasn't bad. The delay was the worst part, but like the travel's not bad. It it always depends, I guess, if you have like a Kevin or a yeah Kevin McAllister. What was this? is that the name from Home Alone? Like if you have that family going, it's probably bad. Where it's everybody's got all their stuff. They're a rambunctious group. It's just like oh mm-hmm. my god, I can't. But. I'm also only it's, it's just me. Yeah. Yeah. So basically everybody else fuck off. I'll work around you for the most part. You're not going to like impact me. But of I can course, see so like you think. I can see like two six person families fighting each other. And then at a certain point me not having enough of it and threatening to fight 12 people cuz I'm just over it. <laughs> or I have my headphones in and I look at the the uh stewardess and I'm like alcohol. <laughs> You're Whatever bring, you got. You're going to bring the Switch? Yeah, I'm going to have that with me. I usually don't play on the plane, though, because my flights really aren't long enough. Yeah. Um, I'll probably read on my phone instead. Hmm. But anyway, that's, you know, tangential. Nerd. I think. I don't know. Is that a tangent or a non sequitur? I don't know. All right. I'm stupid. Um, I don't know the English. The Overwatch League has received a fun little website. That a allows... fun little website? Yeah. Is that what you wrote? Yeah, fun little website. Fuck me, I didn't read it right then. That allows fans to track player violations in the 2019 season. That 
that's okay. Were you thinking I was going to talk about the home games? Violations? Yeah. Violations. You just you just keep going and let me know. I'll 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 I guess ask more at the end when you're done. Called simply a discipline tracker. Blizzard has taken to publicly shaming, to public shaming, I can speak, by listing the date, player name, team, infraction, and action taken for said infraction. Seems like a lovely idea. I guess when you've had to ban the same player for being racist. There's some some already up there. Probably him. He was, oh, I, don't, I don't even know. He was banned know. once, then banned again because he can't keep his racist mouth shut. There was a lot of uh, uh, account... Um, boosting a lot of account boosting. What did you think it was? I mean, there was a a story of a guy that uh, during the Overwatch League, independently of the Overwatch League, r- spun up like an AI tracker and stuff that would watch games along, and it started doing a bunch of like serious statistical stuff mm-hmm. and spitting out like basically what is you know how sports are now like all analytics. Yeah, it was doing the same thing. And like remeasuring esports people, and whatever. And I believe he got picked up by Blizzard or like by the Overwatch League to like or, do or by a, either that or by a, a specific team to do analyticals for them. Oh, cool! I did not come across that. But that's cool. Disciplinary tracker. I like the idea. Put them in the stockades. Hit them with tomatoes. Yeah. Is there yeah. a comment board? I didn't see one. It, I, to me, uh, it looks smartly, like smartly there shouldn't be. It looked like it was basically just like a web page, and then it just was just a list, basically of of. Which I don't why I don't know why you wouldn't just put that on your regular website. Like you just have like a, a literally you could just call it a disciplinary tracker, and it would just that's all it would be. I don't know. I, I fucking maybe maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Let's get to the man. Speaking of Blizzard Entertainment, number four, Jason Schreier. Or as Matt initially wrote, Jason Schreiber, the fuck you spell this man's name? I can never remember. There's too many like <laughs> I's and E's in there and like R's. It's just like, there's really not that many. It's just like the combination. I like that literally the last five letters are an anagram or not, or, or a palindrome and yeah. you can't remember how to spell it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I probably would too. Jason Schreier is continuing his coverage of Blizzard Entertainment with an article on some cost-cutting measures that seem to be happening inside the company. It looks like Blizzard is expanding a program called Career Crossroads, quoting the Kotaku article, quote, It offers healthy severance packages to people who voluntarily take buyouts and choose to leave the company. At first, Career Crossroads was designed for veteran customer service representatives who had been at Blizzard for more than five years. But this year, it opened up to QA and IT, according to one person familiar with the program. Blizzard has also lowered the number of years required to take a buyout, opening a opening up career crossroads to even more employees. End quote. Eurogamer has reported that over 100 people have accepted buyouts from Blizzard's customer service office in Cork, Ireland. Jason Schreier's sources also told him that there are rumors of layoffs happening in the beginning of 2019. Interesting stoof. Um... I started to write it, but then I was, I realized it was it was uh, completely um, subjective. But uh, it reminds me of the Steve Jobs interview, where he talks about the difference between a creative person and a um, like marketing person running a company, and like right. how it, it shifts. 
And like, that's kind of the feeling I get from this is like, they're letting the financial, like, like business executives run blizzard instead of the traditional creative people that were before. Right. It's just, it's devastating because in the era, this era of like, uh, Uber communication, it's like you, you literally can watch a company decline in real time. Yeah. Or, I mean, it might turn around and, and be a totally different situation. Maybe. Uh, because the whole idea is that they're trying to make more games. And maybe Whether they, or not their quality is good is the problem. Yeah. Like, if, the, if they do by chance hold up quality and they release more games, then it's going to be, like, ridiculous. But Impressive, potentially, to say the least. Big, uh, big gamble. Really big gamble. Okie dokie. While we're talking about that, yes, I am going to introduce this segment that I wanted to introduce right now. This is frightening. I know nothing of what's going to happen. I know it's the best part, isn't it? I didn't know that you would have that story in there. Technically, I didn't know okay. that was there. Uh, and I looked at the next two. There's no really other good time to fit this in. Okay. So I'm going to do it because I kind of like reading things. Because I like giving them like a slightly dramatic you like to, you dramatic like to read. I, it's do not the, that I, the William Shatner read? Uh, kind of. It's not so much that I like to hear my own voice because that's usually when I'm telling stories, mm-hmm. not when I'm reading other people's shit. Mm-hmm. And there's usually a bragging level with my own voice stories. But this one is the post that you could not see the other day. The Reddit post that I sent you. Oh, yeah, yeah, This was a Reddit post in r slash wow by user u slash prida. Prida? I recognize his username. I don't know why. <laughs> Titled, Activision now runs Blizzard Entertainment. There is no longer a CEO for Blizzard Entertainment. And how did we miss this, guys? The sticky, apparently, was misleading slash false accusations. So I don't really know about that one. And no, this is not news. This is to a completely op-ed. Take it with a grain of salt. I just wanted to read this format mostly, and now you all get to listen to it as well. Here we go. Mike Morhaime, President and CEO of Blizzard Entertainment. J. Allen Brack, President, just President, of Blizzard Entertainment. Sometimes parent companies, e.g. Activism Blizzard, will have an influence on their subsidiaries, e.g. Blizzard Entertainment, And sometimes they won't. A little history. Blizzard Entertainment was acquired by Vivendi Games in 1994. In 2008, Vivendi Games, including subsidiary Blizzard Entertainment, merged with Activision, creating a new company, Activision Blizzard, with Vivendi Games remaining as a parent company. In 2013, Activision Blizzard purchased 429 million shares from Vivendi. This deal resulted in the independence of Activision Blizzard as the majority of shares remaining were in the hands of public shareholders. Today, Activision Blizzard is a huge gaming company with key subsidiary companies including Activision, Blizzard Entertainment, King, Major League Gaming, and Activision Blizzard Studios. All that being said, Blizzard has always retained both its autonomy and corporate leadership. These mergers and acquisitions have, without fail, allowed Blizzard to operate independently of its parent company with its own CEO until now. Mike Morhaime stepped down on October 3rd, quote, effective immediately, end quote, with J. Allen Brack being promoted as the new president. 
While Morhaime uh, could have certainly resigned for personal reasons, given what we know about the decisions Blizzard has recently made, I simply think it's far more likely that he was losing control and forced out. This is a man that still believed in making the best game possible. A quote from him. Our original mission and values consisted of four simple simple words that formed our foundation. We make great games. We crafted that statement before we even had released our first game, but we were committed to living up to it. End quote. Now here's where we get to like the solid Nate's still not playing WoW and is kind of disappointed in it. Look at the two and a half months leading up to and just now. Sorry, look at the months leading up to and just now the two and a half months since his departure. Battle for Azeroth was a rushed rushed expansion. Yeah, expansion. Fuck me, dude. Forced to release in August because of Activision's Call of Duty Black Ops 4 release in October. It is still being marketed on the Blizzard launcher. A joke of a BlizzCon. The worst in recent memory for a variety of reasons. Do you not have phones? Blizzard's BR, PR becoming an absolute joke. Social media, YouTube, etc. have started censoring anything and everything that wasn't praising the product. This includes an enormous amount of downvotes on YouTube. HGC, which is the Heroes stuff, and Heroes, uh, excuse me, and Heroes of the Dorm being canceled, not profitable enough. Furthermore, uh, Heroes of the Storm developers being moved to newer titles. Is there really that much of a shortage of developers in the market that they can't make new hires? Or does being a small indie company with minimal resources prevent hiring of new personnel? World of Warcraft, a game that Blizzard has grown with love and care, is quickly becoming another profit loss statement. It's being hammered. They're trying to bleed out every last dollar possible without regard to the game's quality. Two new shop mounts, one tied to a six-month subscription, and you can't quit if you buy the mount. Nine shop items being retired in an effort to boost end-of-year revenue. Speculation of a development shift towards the future content rather than improving existing content. Just look at how rushed 8.1 was despite it taking four months. It was completely full of undocumented changes of all types. And him complaining, yada, yada, yada. Uh, decision, design decisions are now aimed at forcing players to spend more time in-game to maintain relevancy in collecting or PvE power. And many of the game systems, including combat, gameplay, and class design, have become oversimplified in an effort to attract new players. This is a hallmark of J. Allen Brack. Now, this has been going on for a while, so I'm going to take a breath here. Whew. Thoughts so far, Matt? I have I have a little... Like, I'm halfway. I'm a little over halfway. I, I'm appreciating the doom and gloom. It's It's not good. <laughs> It's not good, but this is the part where I get to now start to involve you. Yes, J. Allen Brack. He is that guy that told us the WoW player base on a stage at BlizzCon. You think you do, but you don't. That, by the way, is in regards to people wanting classic. He is now the president of Blizzard Entertainment. It was obvious that... Oh, hold on. It was obvious that he was shut down after those comments as we never saw him publicly disparage the classic community again. If you look at the numerous articles and interviews since the classic announcement last year, you will notice he talks about this purely from an economical standpoint. Not once does he ever offer an apology to the community for his smug reaction, and never once does he say anything on a positive note regarding his own feelings for the game. This shouldn't come as a surprise, though. Brack's philosophy in game design is to oversimplify so the masses won't be deterred by the game being too hard or too complex. Does that sound familiar to you with the changes to modern WoW? Class design and pruning. Imagine how he feels about the vanilla experience. Uh, let's see. This video, which there's a link to, which I'm not going to click on, obviously. 
offers a good history lesson on Brack and his tenure with Star Wars Galaxies. Dun dun dun. In short, in short, Star Wars Galaxies was a sandbox MMO with complex systems and a challenging content. And this is the part where I need you to tell me if this guy's right in what he's saying. Okay. So you let me know. In challenging content. For example, I think it took around four months for the per- first player to obtain Jedi. I think it was longer than that, but four months, that wouldn't be surprising. It was rare and not easy to obtain. No, it's fucking hard. I wish I actually, if we look it up, if you look at the original list, it was of what you had to accomplish. It, it's obviously that they meant like no one to get the, get this thing like in the grand scheme of things. Like a single percentage point of players would have it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It was also extremely overpowered. The combat system was unique to Star Wars Galaxy. And almost universally, universally, universal. Help me out. Universally, thank you. Celebrated. I wanted to add like another like Earl in there. We're having like a tongue tied night. Yeah, like I bad. feel like there's cotton in my mouth. I'm like, just feel like there's I don't know lips. It had a fierce, loyal player base. When Brack arrived at launch as a producer that oversaw development, he partitioned the development team into two groups. Current to- current con- Wow. <laughs> current content and future expansions. With the current content team under his control, the game was massively simplified. And the player base simply abandoned it because their game was taken away from them. 
Specifically, Brack designed and implemented the combat upgrade, which was completely unnecessary overhaul of the combat system, from something unique and amazing to the same copy-and-paste combat system every other game at the time used. That's accurate. We went from 40-plus professions down to, I think it was six or eight. Why? He deemed it as a barrier for entry. He also designed the NGE for you Galaxy guys. What's the NGE? Um, new, I think it's like New Game Experience or something like that. Okay. Or, or New Galaxy Experience. Or Additionally, the way he fixed the Jedi problem was to make it easily available to everyone, including new players. Yeah. So it went from essentially, which it's like two different games. The first game had like... You could literally be anything in the Star Wars world. You could be a fucking dancer in a bar. You could be a bioengineer. You could be a stormtrooper. You could be a martial artist. And they went to, like, smuggler, Jedi, uh, mercenary, bounty hunter. Like, you know, the generic archetypes that are inside the Star Wars movies. And this isn't meant to... Shit on Brack specifically. This is just to kind of like scare people about WoW because now is the part where I will read the moderator's first comment, which has been locked in this thread. <laughs> I'm locking this thread for the one, the toxic shit show it has turned into in the comments, which no shit. I, I that's so when I Nate sent me the link, I couldn't read it. I was working, so when I went home, the post was removed. I couldn't find a cached version of it, and then I couldn't. It wasn't pulling up on my browser or anything like that. So I just read through the comments, and it was like I was like, "What the fuck was this?" Yeah. Like, uh, and then two, the amount of misinformation found in the OP. In an attempt to stop it spreading and the defamation, so everything I just said mm-hmm. isn't exactly true. But this is the kind of fucking hate shit. That keeps getting spilled around like Blizzard and stuff that they – and it's the same stuff if you go into the fucking Bethesda subreddits. Mm-hmm. It's the same shit where people are just like, this sucks for this, 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 and this. And I was like, do you have actual like facts? Yeah, like – Or are it's... you running with stuff you're reading from other people complaining and then combining it all together? The first, The first community that I – can recall this being a huge like noticeable problem in was destiny like obviously it's happened in other game communities but the first time no man's sky yeah like there was this like i don't know it was on like another level and it was like first time i was like destiny i was like what the fuck is going on in these forums right now and then fallout obviously yep wow has just been wow getting shit showed where it's like there's like a half a percent of the population that's like hyper toxic and they're just like i need to like i can't have a intelligent conversation about anything i need to like dump and and this is and so which is it's the same problem i have with uh we're gonna get back to games i swear but it's the same problem i have with lefts and rights they both think it's impossible to talk to the other one because they both use such negative connotations and like can't Mm -hmm. talk to you you're an idiot you don't listen to me and it's like wait no you're doing the exact thing you're complaining about that doesn't work and it was happening in a a fall of 76 post that i saw specifically where he wrote it all out like 
people are giving this game way too much shit. And the guy was a new player. He's played for about eight hours. Mm-hmm. He bought it on sale now. He's got patches. Yeah. So he's not in the beginning, mm-hmm. but whatever. But it, he wrote that, and then I'm pretty sure he edited, and all you guys sitting here just giving me shit for wanting to give me shit can piss off, and then he deleted it. But it's like, you can't... No, 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 no. It's... They're, everybody's fine to say what they can, what they want to say, but the moment you say you can't say this because this, it, that doesn't, oh, it's so, you it's, just want to put people in a room and punch them. It's the, the Thanos concept of perfectly balanced. Yeah. Like extremist, extremism breeds extremism. Yeah. So you end up with these game subreddits or game forums or wherever the hell you're looking. Or any forum get, that has a, has a, they can have a side. Yeah. It's like this game blows and the developers, like stabbed us in the back and then you get the guy who's like i'm the white knight this game's perfect you piss off and it just yeah. turns into a shit show because none of them can like which if they both if they said this game sucks these guys screwed us and stopped right like point periods right there and the next person came and was like this game's great i love it they did everything right and they ended it right there those would both be fine statements but both of them go and everybody that's saying the opposite of what i just said is being way too dramatic or is way yeah. too ignorant or is way too blah, blah, blah. It's like, <laughs> but to continue the moderator's post, I'll use this opportunity to also link to these comments from Ralph Coaster, Coster, Coaster, whose identity has been conferred by the mod team who commented on this thread, debunking a good portion of the false accusations that are in the OP about J. Allen Brack. Here we go. J. Not only did not do the NGE, he insisted it was the wrong thing to do and left SOE over it. I think there's a... Is that the one where they link to the there's the a, interview and article and stuff? Probably. Okay. That's his actual post is further down. Okay. But this, this is just the mod guy pulling from mm-hmm. him and going up. This theory, this entire theory is incorrect. I posted some of this in a thread, but I don't think anyone will see it there. I was the original creative director of Star Wars Galaxy, in case anyone wants to check my bona fides. Jay did not do the SWGNGE. In fact, he objected loudly to it. He stood on principle that it was wrong and unfair to the players, and he and SOE parted ways over it. He was a producer on Star Wars Galaxy from the team's founding. In fact, he came over from Origin with the rest of the original team where we had all worked together on a canceled version of Privateer Online. Jay was never a designer either, so he did not, quote, design the CU or NGE, nor were they his idea. Uh, from what I... FWIW. Fuck, I never remember that one. Jay has been a producer on WoW since before the first expansion. Every expansion you liked had him working on it. For what it's so worth. did all the ones. Yeah, for what it's worth. Uh, and so did all the ones that you didn't. So it's yeah, just one of those um, things where it's like those communities, man. They'll it's start kind of funny in hot fire over nothing. Comparative. Well, not over nothing, but comparatively to other games that have failed, Star Wars Galaxies has a surprising amount of information about what happened to it online because it's talked about a lot too. So it's like you can basically run through the entire history of the game with like every employee yeah, and find out like what went wrong. It's like watching the Chernobyl disaster on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. And it's second not by like second breakdown in the, the, if all this can be 
intelligently argued and criticized and not resort to like what it is closed mindedness. Yeah. Which is what it's resorted to now. This guy ruined something that I really like. And I think Chris Metzen could never do any wrong. Chris Metzen is the voice of thrall. One of the original designers (laughs) of world of Warcraft. So you get, you get both people Mm -hmm. out of the closet. You get, you know, Hey, I just got to wow. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty good, but you know, you have people that live through bad, live through, (laughs) <laughs> live through bad, live through good, live through everything, and they're like, but it's not what I want, and it's like, that's not how this works. They don't mm-hmm. design a game for you, It's the but it is the problem with making stuff almost oversimplified, where that does become that's, a problem. That's the WoW issue at this point, and it's, I don't know if anyone's done it successfully. WoW is an old game, and it has an old player base, but at the same time, it can't sustain that. Like, it needs to be able to bring in new players, but how do you bring in new players to a game where the player base is, you know, freaking almost two decades old? Yeah, like, and I think there's a lot of things that they've made that have been really good for the game. But I do think there are things that also are a lot of super oversimplification. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's like you could still do old talent trees where there are three trees and you get points and you just go down them yeah because then you can still have variety in some of the builds now it's so clearly (laughs) you play one way it's funny to me because like the stuff that they they seemed to the obvious changes they made like the talent trees for example weren't what what the problem was as far as attracting new players i feel like right there was you know it was other stuff i think it was the stuff like the dungeon finder Mm-hmm. Where now you don't have to go to these meeting stones and everything. Yeah, you just until late game when you're completely able to do that. It's just no, you press I and hit find group. Oh, you mean I don't have to now wander through worlds trying to figure out where I'm going and all this shit? You know, there's a lot of quality of life stuff like that that was mm-hmm. really good. Then there's some other stuff where it's like they didn't really need to do that. I get why they did some of it, but I like I kind of miss having more creativity, I guess. Yeah. Where yeah. now it's like, no, if you play a, a rep paladin, you play a rep paladin with these talents. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you will not perform well enough. Which is, it's going back to that post. It's funny because the the argument, the thing that we're talking about now that happened is happening, I guess, to WoW, where they're trying to simplify it to attract new players, is like what happened to Star Wars Galaxies is the extreme of that. Yeah. They took a, a system that was... Very complicated. It was a really complicated system. And they oversimplified it to the point of where it's like a six-year-old could play it. Right. When your player base was... Like, I'm I'm sure Galaxy's demographic was probably like 25 to like 45. Right. But... Oh, well. And I was usually teens to, you know, act, act, X number. Yeah. Like, it's probably... But they, you're still getting in at like... I don't. I want to say sixteen as the base number because, it, but it's it's going to be pretty close to that because you still have to have a somebody's paying your fifteen a month stuff like that. So yeah, like, you know, it's not you're not have like a four year old playing it. Um, the I don't know. We'll see. The, it, regardless, my problem isn't the oversimplification. My problem is all the other stuff. The story's not that good. That currently. was what I was going like, to ask. All I this forgot. Do you think? If they did, if if they, if WoW is simplified, if we take WoW in its current form, it's it's somewhat simplified form or mm-hmm. whatever. 
but the story and content was good. I wouldn't care. care. I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care. Yeah. That's what I figured. If the story was good and the content's good and it's keeping me playing and yada, yada, yada. The lore was like, Like, I'm playing Diablo killing the same monsters over and 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 because it's entertaining. I've already beaten the main campaign. I know the story. The story's good. Mm-hmm. But I'm there because I'm enjoying getting loot and all this stuff. The it's just not enjoying in WoW anymore, and it's now this weird, difficult gates and artificial walls in place. And I'm just like, nah, you know what? I can't. I I can't. I did enough to make sure I got the first raid done on normal, complete, and then I was just like, you know what? It, let's push for heroic. I've already done it. I just, but that's also me as a as a raider. I'm just like, I, mm-hmm. I've already done it. I'm good. To a certain extent, I kind of am hoping that it's what I it's the problem I had with First Destiny. Mm-hmm. Where stuff was like with WoW running dungeons is always is entertaining. It's like one of my favorite things to do, especially if you have a group of friends. You all are in chat and you're you're playing WoW as a secondary to hanging out kind of because you're all just talking or whatever and then you're also playing WoW. Mhm. And then there's the Mythic Plus dungeons where you can ramp up your difficulty somewhat, give yourself some better rewards, and you're still hanging out, but you're still challenging yourselves. So it's fun. They tuned that so hard that it no longer became fun, and I just didn't want to be there anymore. Uh, so the the comparison to the Destiny thing is, we were running inst- not instances, playlists of strikes. And we ran probably 30 strikes in a night a couple times. Yeah. Mindlessly because it's just like, yeah, we're hanging out. We're having a good time. Yeah, shooting the shit. And even when like... It was once, relaxing. Yeah. It was once we got the raid, we had a couple rough nights. I say rough in quotes. Mostly <laughs> me getting angry twice. Uh, uh which was enjoyable for everybody else. So, I mean, really can I complain? It was a win. Uh, and then once we had the raid like down in our heads, it was, oh, all right, let's just go do the raid. And 30 minutes later, it's done. But it was always, it was an, it was an entertaining challenge. You know, it was, it was a learning thing. It wasn't what Mythic Pluses are where it's, or Heroics where it's like, no, just do it better and harder. And it's like, eh, what? No, nah. Anyway. Like I said, I can go on about WoW, but I got other stuff I want to rant about a little bit. But that was just, I thought that I wanted to read that to you and how it was. No, yeah, there's all this there's all this stuff. By the way, a lot of you, what you just complained about isn't like true. <laughs> so, all right. Yeah. Uh, I still appreciate the fact that people are still um, bringing up Star Wars Galaxies, though. That yeah. makes me was, feel better. It, that it, I... was, it was literally because I saw Star Wars Galaxies and I was like, I got to send this to Matt. Yeah. The only person I know that played it. Um. I still have it installed. Like I installed if it. If you uh, if you did play it, uh, send me a message on whatever things. I want. I'm, I'm really curious. Post I, in the subreddit. Honestly, go post in the subreddit. If you can remember anything about your character too, give me everything you can in a post on the subreddit. R slash gamers too. Because I'm really <laughs> I'm really fucking curious. I uh, don't lie. I'll know if you're lying. I downloaded the whatever they are the um pop the independent servers right how they call them. And I, I hopped into the game at one point, but uh, it's just not, it's just so, like, obviously there's no one playing it. So it's right. like, 
you, yeah, how you populate that world. Yeah. So it's just like you're walking it and it's literally this massive world and there's just nothing in it. And you're just like, this is awkward. Like, It'd be really funny if you could spin up like a bunch of fake accounts, like a bunch of AI. Like bots or yeah, something. a bunch of bot AIs just to be other players and be like, all right, all right, there's people here. Look at this populated world. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guy, what's going on? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, you want to go do something? Yeah, let's go do something. All right. <laughs> and it's like total like Westworld-esque almost. I would I would be down for that. It'd be, it'd be really funny, actually. <laughs> okay. Number five. Cinco. Sony has accidentally leaked player counts for PS4 with the recent launch of My PS4 Life. My PS4 Life is meant to create personalized videos that highlight the games people have played and the trophies they've earned, but it also shows the exact number of people who've earned said trophies. Using that number and the percentage of players who obtain that trophy, which you can get from your trophy page, um, you can pretty much figure out how many player, how many people are playing a game. Uh, here's some of the player numbers. That people have looked up. I didn't do any of this math. I uh, relied on other people doing it because I'm lazy. So, Fallout 76. 406,000 peeps have uh, played that game. That's not good. That's not. No. No. Um, GTA 5. 51.7 million. It's a big number. Now, see those; those are numbers. Those are those are those not rookie numbers. Yeah, those aren't rookie numbers. We pump those numbers up. This one surprised me, which I guess it, do, it shouldn't because it was free. Uh, Rocket League, twenty-two point six million. Uh, FIFA nineteen, twelve point five million. That seems low to me. It should. FIFA eighteen, thirty-two point five million. Yep. Here's where we get into the interesting ones. And it would be interesting to look at these all again after Christmas. After Christmas. Yep. Uh, Black Ops 4, which this is the one that made me think of that. Black Ops 4, 9.2 million. Yeah, I got to get those Christmas noobs. Uh, COD World War 2, 24.6 million. And Ghosts, 12.6 million. Who? The yeah. launch PS4 title. People fucking hated that Ooh. game. I... That was my first time stepping back into a twin stick COD in a while when we bought our PS4s. I yeah. bought that. Same, actually. And I was playing with the guys. Same crew. Mm-hmm. Took me a bit. It took me a bit to get back to it. But then I was easily the second best one there. Yeah. And I was like, all right, all right, I'm back. I'm back. I can do this. All right, I can carry this. I can carry this. And then I didn't play another one again for like five more years. And I tried to do it again. I went, oh, what the fuck was I doing? <laughs> Now I play PC Mouse, and I'm like 26 and 7 on Battlefield. And be- pew, 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 pew. That's what I do. That's how I play the game. I run around and just yell, pew, 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 pew. It's like the finger, the foam finger gun in Dead Space. Uh, these numbers, by the way, aren't hard facts. Uh, according to the website GameStat, many of the numbers are region-specific and don't take into account games with multiple editions that may have differing trophies. Okay, lame. Head out, lame. But it's still interesting. Yeah, it's it's fun. Fun to ponder a bit. A wee bit. Wee bit. A wee lad. A weenie. A wee moek, a wee moek, a wee. In the jungle, the mighty jungle. 
All right. And yeah. there's your Disney fix for the day. <laughs> Getting weird in here. Let it go. Oh. Hey. <laughs> anyway. I mean, do we talk about it? Okay. Uh, people are suing Fortnite because they stole dances. That's really like all I want to say. I mean, yeah. we talked about it I mean, last time. I think the specific point here. Ooh, a ladybug. That's whack. Um, get warm out. Yeah, really. It's currently like fifty something degrees in New York right now. Yeah, it's raining. It's it's weird. My snow's gone. It is. Welcome it to is. a welcome to a spring Christmas where it's going to look like shit. Yep. Um. Okay, so I think the issue with the Fortnite dance thing, um, is that Fortnite is monetizing the dances. I think that's where the complication comes in. And that part, I can argue with you. Is it the fair I don't, use I, thing? There's no, there's no like real argument here. I just, the, yeah, you know, I mean, there's the. There's I, I will, facets play, to I will play true devil's advocate, but there's, not completely. There's two facets to this. It's the copyright side of it. Can you copyright a dance? And then there's, if you if you can copyright a dance, you know, like obviously Fortnite can't monetize said dance, but. That's the simplified version of what's happening. Um, I don't even care about the argument about I. I think it's morally quite. We've had this. We've actually talked about this exact thing before. I think well, we've talked about a lot of stuff when it comes um, to copyright and people stealing shit. Yeah, it's it's morally morally questionable. I feel like, but I mean, I step over the line every day. Just gotta make sure it's still there. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean the the obviously neither of us are lawyers, so to say <laughs> speak for yourself to say what we Bird know. <laughs> I practiced CPR once. <laughs> no, to uh, to say what can and can't be copyrighted is, is kind of uh, disin not disingenuous, un- unknown. Uh, there was stuff that came out that was saying stuff like that it has to be long, like an X amount of time. It has to be like a big choreographed thing, but I think the big, the big, per, the real kick is Carlton. That's the one. Two million probably has a, a leg to stand on because you really can't see that anywhere else. Yeah, Carlton's got. Carlton, that's going to be a fight from Alonzo Ribeiro. It's going to be a fight, but it's also one that doesn't look good for him for a few things. And in my eyes, he's on record saying he stole the dance. He took it from what's her name in, or like from that in I think a Bruce Springsteen music video, and like adapted it. So it's like that, uh, that's already not good. Yeah, you're going through the copyright process, and this is the part where we're talking about where I'm like once you, once somebody's got that much money and you're the king of the thing, people are just gonna start gunning for you. So now you're gonna say that now you want it. It's in Horizon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's well. That now, was the funny part. It's in you Destiny. The, you it's saw in, the the post or whatever. Yes, of the I gif. Did. There's there's a yeah. lot of games that it exists in already, but now you're going at Fortnite. So what's the difference with Fortnite versus the other ones? They sell it. So that would be the argument: is that they sell it. You can earn V bucks for free. Now what's the argument? They sell it for money. You can earn V bucks <laughs> for free, but you also sell it. For, for free, money. for free, for, for money though. Destiny does that. Yeah, but 
you don't buy the dance directly, do you? Silver. Well, then sue Destiny too. That that's what I'm saying. Like that's where it's going to come down to. Like you either sue everybody or you don't sue anybody. Well, or you just sue the person with the most money and see if it works. First. Right, which is what they're probably going to do, except that I'm pretty sure Epic has more money than Alonzo Riviero does. Yeah. Well, I'm assuming he's hoping they settle. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that would be a... But I don't know. It's just like this whole thing. It was in Uncharted. It was in all you know all this other stuff. And yeah, it, it's, it's just like a really weird situation. Uh, it is. Obviously, it was brought up with Donald Faison and his dance uh, during My Half Acre on Scrubs. Yes, I know the episode name because I fucking love that episode. But still, it's not... Wait. That is My Half Acre, right? I don't know. I'm not a nerd. Oh, shit. I think it's my own half acre. Anyway. Yeah, it's just an interesting one. I, I Millie will probably settle. The Riviera one's just going to be one where people are going to be like, uh, ha ha, what? But that's, you know, my, my true, my, just my bitter self, me, I would just remove all dances from the game. I would just strip them straight, like tur- just you know, like flip a switch. Like they're still there, but you can't do anything about them. Like hide them all and mm-hmm. just turn them all off, and then go. There you go. We got you guys. Don't worry. Like well, settle the money thing afterwards. But just be like, don't worry about it. You don't have to. You don't have to see your dance anymore. It's gone. You're not a part of this game anymore. Like that would be. It would be super dickish, mm-hmm. which is why it, it's totally a me thing to do. But it'd be really funny if there's the moment somebody went, "Hey, you can't do that." Like. Oh yeah, all these people that love you, by the way, cool, and just turn it off. And See, then I think that's and then, part of the problem, though. But then they would, it would passively, without that, they wouldn't have to say anything. The only press release they would have to make is due to the ongoing lawsuit, this is disabled in game from here on out. Yeah, and that would do one of two things: it would divide their community, pay him, or you'd have people going at Alonzo and go, "What the fuck." So then, then now you have to you divide the Fortnite community into an argument center again mm-hmm. with half of it kind of probably – well, I would say it's probably going to go 50-50 where they either go epic and they're like, just pay the dude or they go to Alonzo and they go, fuck off. It's like 30 seconds. So that it's going to be an interesting thing. Yeah, I don't know. I just Thank God I don't give a shit. I, I find it's – my, my I get pro- where he's coming from because that was his, like his um, that was his his legacy essentially. Yeah, everyone knew the Carlton dance and associated him with it. Right now, it's associated, or it very easily could become associated with Fortnite. And oh, that's just the dance from the game Fortnite. Right. So I, it's a, it could be the. This is mine. I don't want to lose it situation, which is, you know, that's understandable. I get that. It's, it's just what kills me is seeing people so vehemently defend one way or the other. It's the same thing we just talked about with our stuff before where extremism breeds extremism and people get so vehemently, Oh, I can't believe a game just does this. And it's like, they're only. I'm not going to call out the person that I saw do this because it was on Twitter, and I'll tell you about it afterwards. But they called out and like pulled up the clips of like side by side, and like they literally just stole it. Like it's recreated perfectly right there. It's not even like a cut and dry situation. You know, it's a cut and dry situation in, in his eyes. Hmm. 
And I immediately went, that's not the only time this has happened. You can't bark now. Like you, you as you as not you as not Alonzo Ribeiro can't bark now. You can't go at Fortnite as just some some dude, right? You can't go at Fortnite and go, "Holy shit, that is a one for one recreation." Like, yes, it is. Forza is a one for one recreation. Oh, it's not being sold. Destiny's is a one for one recreation. It's being sold. What like? But I just want people to be fucking consistent, and they never are. But you're asking people to know everything, then. Like the asking, reason why Fortnite's asking, getting it is because it has more exposure than I'm every other game. I'm not asking people to know everything. I'm asking a person who is in the video game industry who should at least know to do five to ten minutes of research beforehand to go, "Hey, has this been around anywhere else before?" Because I'm pretty sure they've played Destiny mm-hmm. and they've probably seen it. To go. Huh. Oh, this is happening. These games need to stop doing this. Like, yeah, don't yeah. lambast just Fortnite. Go against all games stealing creators' ideas and monetizing them without their permission. Mm-hmm. Do it that way. That's the part I have issue with. Yeah, I don't need them to know everything. I need what I consider to be an intelligent person to take 10 minutes. I get that. It's the same thing that happened during the NFL rule calling when I started getting angry at all the sports guys a couple of years ago. Oh, it says right here in the rule book you need to do this. You're all not. Go. You can download the NFL fucking rule book, you nerds. Go actually read it. Not some Joe Schmo out of South Florida posting, as you can clearly see here from this Word document that I snipping tooled. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck yourself. You wrote that. Anyway, sorry. I think the. Um, I agree. With the general sentiment. But I think the real world issue, though, is the court of law. Like, how law generally works. Like, nothing becomes... Like, there has to be a precedence for it. Yes. Set. So, like, this is... Fortnite's going to be the precedence. And then every other game is going to follow suit afterwards. And, and speaking just on the copyright thing... There's only I like I don't know I but I've heard stuff about copyrights before, and there was somebody was saying something along the lines. This is years ago when copyright came up about something else, or I don't know when he started the process of getting a copyright. In. So say like Epic puts it out right, and then he reactionarily puts in to get it copyrighted. I don't know how that then looks. Mm-hmm. I also don't know if. That that the opening of the copyright appeal would probably be you know like date wise would be interesting to see, but then also there's been stuff said before where it's like if you have something copywritten or you're trying to copyright it or something like that, you need to protect that. Yeah, it's up so to you. So you to need it. to start suing, or you know like going after companies that you see. Same thing with like patents and you yeah. Know, you have to protect your what you're considering your unique idea, yeah. So somebody else can't claim it because Basically, same thing, with, same thing with like the quote unquote squatter stuff, where it's like yeah. if you start taking care of a property, which this was brought up to me at one point, if you start taking care of a property that no one's on after so long, you can just apparently assume control of that. Apparently, I don't know how that actually works. It's like a, a form of eminent domain. Yeah, so it's yeah. like you could just assume control and it's yours, and it's like mm-hmm. well, now that's and that's the part where I'm like. Because you haven't gone after the other ones, do they say, like, 
that's and that's where it's like that argument mm. plus where the copyright date starts. Yeah, where it's like, when did you decide to think you should copyright this? Or you know, like that they, they that whole court thing is going to be interesting if they it, even go to court. Yeah, it is kind of interesting because I can totally understand. Um, like if I was in his position, I probably wouldn't think to copyright it because like. I wouldn't you never thinking like I don't I don't just walk around my life thinking worst case scenarios and being like super I paranoid. probably wouldn't think to until the first thing started selling it. Exactly. The very first thing that somebody came to me and said, "Hey, you know they're selling your dance." Like, "Well, wait a second. And then that would be the I'm not making money on this. Now we have a problem." Yeah. But that would be the first thing that somebody said. So maybe this is the first thing he's known about, but apparently, you know, that's that's the yeah. the it's it's hard. It's a really like there's so much gray. Yeah, there's like, a lot I, of facets. I'm happy I don't actually have a side in it. I get to just yell from both sides and yell loudly about stupid people commenting on this thing. But it's interesting to me. Yeah. Um. Ideally, ideally, any person that wanted to use content gets permission of the person or gets or uses it in actual, um. The words I'm trying to think of. Fair use. Fair use. It uses it in actual fair use where they do modify it enough that they can deem fair use. Where it is, yeah. you know, edited or whatever. I don't think Epic in this case can say fair use. But I mean, like, in the terms of somebody takes... Because that's what the whole thing is with games as a whole. Is as a as a YouTuber. Yeah. If you take a game and you... Or like a whatever and just post it. That's... I mean, the games are really bad, but, like, that's not fair use. You didn't do anything. It was what happened to Ray William Johnson, where he took YouTube videos and put them up and commented on them, but didn't do anything to them, so they're not fair use. Yeah. He's just replaying them. Mm -hmm. But if you can actually do enough to them and, and, you know, like, whatever, make it your own, Mm -hmm. then you can claim for it. It's like that that also is a kind of a gray area. I wouldn't be surprised if this and the whole loot box thing start to bleed into each other too, because a lot of going back to the like pointing out all the other games, they're all hiding. I don't want to say it that way because that's totally biased. But what they have going for them in this argument is the fact that a lot of the stuff, like the dances, are obtained through loot boxes. So you're not actually. Oh, I think, you don't know I think what it's, you're buying. I really. think it's in T- TF2, by the way, which is also yeah. A, that was I saw that, that was, one. That was the other one I was forgetting because mm-hmm. TF2 has its own economy, but that's weird. yeah. Uh, the other, but the thing with the loot boxes is there's a monetary value assigned to the loot box. Yeah. So therefore, you are technically buying whatever's in it. Mm-hmm. So even if you don't get the dance, you bought the dance. Yeah. Which th- that's the thing as we're talking about so, a lot of stuff right now that's so new that there isn't settled like and, regulation <laughs> or law lo- or rules or like even and we once again have way too many or people screw it. I I say this all the time anyway, so I'll just say it now. We once again are going to run into the situation where we have people that are way too fucking old that don't understand this ruling on it. Yeah, like the guy. Did you see that? This is this is what happened. I don't. I have no concept of time right now in my life, but I think it happened like two weeks ago. It's Friday, December twenty first. The old, the older, uh, the senator who basically asked. Oh the, yes, the who Google. asked the Google CEO why is this showing up on my iPhone? What the fuck are we doing with you old people oh my god that uh, i honestly read that headline and went i'm i'm not even clicking that's on the so embarrassing i felt clicking. so dirty and embarrassed i was like oh no i'm happy the ceo kind of played it off like 
playfully. Yep. It was just like, well, it's I, I, my company doesn't make that phone. Hmm. But it was just like, <laughs> at the same time, you're like, what are you calling me here for? <laughs> like, it's like pulling Zuck in and going, so with uh, MySpace now being, and you're like, what? Why is he? He's a lizard. Why is he doing no. All right, whatever. <laughs> He's sitting uh. on a book briefcase. Uh, yeah, that's it. Nate's starting. Nate's starting to lose his voice. Not really, but I'm just so like, yeah, cotton mouthy right now. I don't know if I'm necessarily cotton mouth. I don't know. Something, something's going on. Something's going on. I got this like not lisp, but uh, I can't talk. Yeah, like my it, tongue tied. It's got to be the pizza. Yeah. Did something to us? They put something in the pizza. <laughs> Rhythmol, <laughs> rape drug. Uh, the only two things other than the Steam sale that I already talked about at the top that I wanted to call out are uh, your Humble Bundle Monthly is still uh, still what it was. Project Cars 2 plus Just Cause 3 X, XL Edition and Wizard of Legend plus more after the new year. And there's still the giant bundle as they're adding more games to it. Still through the rest of the month of the Yogg's Cast Jingle Jam Bundle. Faux shizzle. Faux shizzle. That's it for us. We got two more episodes before the end of the year. Merry Christmas, Hanukkah. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. We'll see you guys next Friday. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.